If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Chasers and happy October 27th. It is Wednesday, which means I am joined by none other than Kaya Wilson, the Dips social media editor, also new host of a podcast called Suck, which is re recapping the whole new season of Succession. Hi, Kaya. Hello, and thank you for having me again. And thank you to the listeners for letting me intrude sometimes. I know that the private time that you get with Allison is everything because I listen to Pop Chaser every day and you do such a great job here. So when you have guests, I'm just like, hold on now. But yes, suck. Um, well, we're we are here for a lot of special conversations, I feel like. And mm-hmm. I do just want Kaya brought to my attention right before we started recording. And I want to set the record straight for the listeners. Yesterday I discussed that Brittany and Jax might get a spin-off rumor and it has been shot down. So let let us all sleep well tonight. In the words of Melissa Gorga, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> also, yeah. So Kaya, you are host co-hosting a new podcast called Suck. You want to tell the listeners a little bit about it? Yes. Uh suck.pod. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, it's about succession. Me and friend of the pod Jason you guys know Jason I don't think they know Jason I mean he's always around but he's around he's like more behind the scenes like the uh, like wonderful wizard of Oz kind of but not bad exactly and you'll get to know him on the podcast when you listen we love the show so much that we talked about it so much until the premiere and we just were like we need to just do a podcast about it we don't take ourselves too seriously. It's not necessarily a recap pod. It's not necessarily a pod where you learn anything new. It's just us as super fans talking about this show. And we're always like on the edge of our seats, watching it and texting it. And we just wanted to talk about it in front of an audience and have you guys be a part of it and get some opinions from you guys. And this is on the heels of season four being announced. Of course it was going to get renewed, but now, well, that's our first piece of, of news for the day. Uh, succession season four has been announced. Very exciting. So Kaya, do you think season three is giving? Oh, it's giving. And Jerry, she is giving. She's giving. Everyone is giving. Um, I think that you brought you and actually Jason brought up a great point of even though it's amazing maybe the writers have mm-hmm. seen all the feedback about the show and especially about Greg and they're playing into that but hopefully as the season progresses we get to see more development of Greg and Roman and the other characters. One conversation I've been having a lot with my friends is and I mentioned this on Pop Chaser yesterday is the idea of Shiv jumping ship. 
uh, with Logan and going over to Kendall. Is that something you see happening? You, I mean, I know you just did a rewatch too. So you kind of have, you're in the headspace of all of the Roy's. Right. We just talked about episode two. I fully believe that if Roman did not show up to Kendall's, um, you know, well, it's actually Rob's apartment, apartment, but Kendall's war space, she would have been on team Kendall. Mm. Because even last year, Jason brings this up, is that they had a moment where she was just like, oh, it's going to be your company. And and Kendall goes, you can't be me. And they had a moment of just like sibling realizing that one of them is going to be the successor and Kendall may have just destroyed his only chance at it. So it's going to be Shiv. I believe that if Roman did not get there, she wouldn't have been distracted Mm -hmm. and she would have fully been on team Kendall. That's interesting. Well, I mean, it's exciting to see like where we go from here because now we know we have at least, so we've had two episodes. I mean, we have at least like 16 to 18 more episodes until we have to be faced with will it be renewed for a fifth season so there's so much story to tell um and i'm i can't wait to listen to suck pod and c-u-c s-u-c-c for those that look it up review subscribe and okay let's get into our first bit of bachelor news. Now we will talk about Michelle's season in a moment, but we, we would be remiss if we did not discuss the news that Katie Thurston and Blake Moynes have called it quits. Are you surprised? I will honestly say I am surprised. I'm in the minority here. Maybe not surprised that they split, but I'm surprised that they broke up so early. Yeah. I thought that they would at least give it a year or be nice enough to wait until Michelle's season is over to, you know, just, just fake it until you make it. But yeah, I that's thought a good that point. she definitely wanted, she wanted Greg more than she wanted Blake. And I kind of said this from the get go. And even after Greg, I feel like it was, Blake was like the third or fourth choice. Mm, um, that's interesting. But, yeah. I, I do think that her, there's their mutual statement which I'm so over these people like copy and pasting the same statement. It's like, it's just so weird to me. She said, it is with mutual love and respect that we have decided to go our separate ways. We are so grateful for the moments we share together and the entire journey that has unfolded this year. But we ultimately have concluded that we are not compatible as life partners. And it would be the most caring choice for both of us to move forward independently. We ask for kindness and privacy as we both navigate this transition. Both of us will forever want the other to be Uh, both of us will forever want the best for one another and ask for you to please support us in our decision. I kind of just have to say, like, I don't feel like anyone's that invested that they need to ask for privacy. (laughs) Like, it's like, okay, no problem. (laughs) Yeah. They have not been together long enough. And I will say I'm, I was more invested in Claire and Dale's still ongoing and on and off again, two week relationship, just because of the way that the season ended, like she left her season for this man Mm -hmm. so of course I'm more invested in in that but this I don't know I'm not I'm not like upset I think that Katie seems pretty like pretty adamant on like what she wants in life and there's no reason that you should give that up but I think that like if something doesn't match what she wants I don't see the word compromise in her 
vocabulary and maybe you, we shouldn't compromise. I mean, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm single. So, I mean, she, but I just don't see Blake being somebody, I think we need to get like a beta for Katie. Maybe Austin Kroll is available. Can you imagine her? She would destroy him. I would love to see it. I'd love to see her pull a Madison on him. So she would just, oh my God, I would, that's a, like, I'm not into WWE. I don't understand when people pay for like pay-per-view, pay-per-view vites. <laughs> I want, I will pay $9.99 to watch Katie and Austin go on like a day date. <laughs> I feel like she's a good, like not a match for him, but a match like against him. Yeah. Like she will pick apart everything. And she'll ruin she'll, him. Yeah. And that little beer line that he has. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little bit about Michelle's season. I'm curious, like, just in general, what are your thoughts so far? Do you like Michelle? How do you think she's doing as a lead? I think that it's off to a start where it's kind of usually the first episode is kind of just boring, you know, it's intros and we see who we think is the front runner and who gets the first impression rose, but there's already a scandal. Um, about her knowing that guy before and DMing mm-hmm. with the guy before they enter the house. So I, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of backfiring because people are more focused on that. And it's usually the other way around. Interesting. Like we find a guy who is dealing with other girls or he has a girlfriend. So I hope that they settled, you know, after this has been settled, like I hope it continues to be more on Michelle. Well, that's a good point because like, the show knew going into it that they had spoken and because there's no way they didn't, you guys, like, let's not be ignorant here. We know yeah. that he brought it up and the show was like, Ooh, that's good. And it does mm. kind of take away from her. And if I were her, I'd be like, why, why though? Why did you guys play me like that? <laughs> like, come on. I, cause the, now it is. And that's going to be like a thing throughout the she season. She had to address them about it. And, you know, hopefully like that was, that was it but it's always going to be and it gives us something to criticize her about instead of the contestants yeah you're right it's like oh you were DMing this guy was that it what do you think of the contestants do you think we're working with the top brass here I saw a couple TikToks the other day that made me consider like the the contestants that they pull and some people were saying that Hannah Brown had the best group of men and I'm it made Um. me think like I do think like I do think some of I think like Katie's team was phoned in a little uh but that's not true though I really liked Katie's men I just didn't like Katie these men they're tall that's for sure these are the best men I've seen on the bachelorette in years I agree even career wise careers yes i think they're finally personality like personality wise have you noticed they've shifted from like the dumb like uh pantsapreneur or you know whatever the, those like bullshit job titles are even though like that guy jj actually i think did have a career as like a pants man uh but like they've moved away from like dog lover to like actual like sales executive and how are you going to support your family if you guys actually leave here engaged and I like that especially for her because she got like the shorter than the stick when it came to Matt's season Matt's season was just so 
freaking terrible. Yeah. And now, you know, we get we get her and they got a really good group of guys for her. I really love Michelle. And I will say for those that say Hannah had the best men, I would just like to remind you of Jed. And I would also like to remind you of Peter Weber. <laughs> And Thank you. just because we had Tyler Cameron doesn't mean uh, it all just like is is rosy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm really into Michelle this season. I'm glad that she I think she's doing a good job, like standing up for herself. One thing I have to right. say is like, I really don't like the dates with kids. I understand that Michelle is a teacher, but like it is a little overdone. I think it's just like, they have been doing this for years. They did it when she was on Matt's or on Matt's season too, when they had like that date and they zoomed in with her students. And I'm just kind of like, we get it, but she's more than that. Exactly. In the words of Taylor Armstrong, enough. Enough. Like we've seen enough. Like she is a teacher. I'm glad she's repping for the teachers, but we want to see what happens when the teachers go home and they live their lives. You know, we have friends that are teachers and they have a whole, being a teacher is like the last thing that we even think about. I always say like one of my best friends is a teacher and to think that she is educating the future of America is shocking. I want to see Michelle let loose. Let her have fun. Stop bringing up, bringing those kids around. (laughs) I don't want to see them. Get them out of here. I do like seeing her athletic side and I love that they're playing on that um yeah too. they're certainly so not letting that go <laughs> not letting us forget she's a basketball player um okay so that is the bachelorette we have to move on to you so you loved season three I know you did um yeah. season four is happening we're so excited they've started writing there is uh, a celebrity I just realized what her <laughs> Twitter photo is too, because I did not see it at the beginning of this. Um, Cardi B, if you guys missed it, is a big fan of you. And she was freaking out that Penn Badgley brought her up in an interview regarding her social media use. And now people are calling for her to be included in season four. Kaya, your thoughts. I think the fuck not. I think that whoever is calling for it should hang up. I love the back and forth between them. I love that she's a fan of the show and he is a fan of her. It's fun to see the interaction on Twitter, but as far as her going on the show, even as a little cameo in the background, no, no. absolutely not. Don't want I agree. It. I mean, it. so Netflix's Twitter the bio right now is petition to get Cardi B to guest star in season four of you. She tweeted. So it's episode one. I'm at, I'm at Paris fashion week, shutting it down. I turn around and there stands you. Okay. Finish it off Netflix. Uh, I agree. I don't think I would like this, even if it is like, you know, in like the devil wears Prada when, you know, they're like showing all of the celebrities at like fashion week or yeah. so. I don't even need that. Like, no, it's not that kind of show. It's nope. not Joe. It's it's not the vibe of the show. It's not why we fell in love with the show. The most who was the f- most famous person on there other than Penn Badgley? These were all, mainly all people that we haven't really heard of. Like, yeah, they've sent them into stardom, and 
I think it was what Chris well, Delia, that was the most famous. Yeah, and I mean Chris Delia, yeah. Google him and now. And so saw how that <laughs> how that turned out. So I think we should. But yeah, Peach, Peach was I miss Peach. R.I.P. Peach, but R. she's R. an R. actress. Peach. Yeah, she's an actress. But yeah, I'm, I mean, look, I love Cardi B and I agree with you. I love the back and forth. It's fun. Sometimes I forget that Cardi B is like a 29 year old girl like I am who just like loves right. a murder show. Like I totally forget. I'm like, you're Cardi B. You're not mm-hmm. me. But like, I'm a fan of the show. Are you going to put me on it? Like that we can't, we got to draw some lines. <laughs> yeah, because it's different. Like with Real Housewives of Potomac it's like they found out that Nicki Minaj was a fan of the show and they got her involved and it's not like she's hosting the reunion she's going to be on there you know for a few a a portion of it yeah and it's a reality show she had a 10 minute call time (laughs) yeah like we're talking about you um and I don't want to see it I don't want it to be pulled and the same thing goes for people who are talking about how oh Joe should run into Emily from Emily in Paris it's like no let let sleeping dogs lie let emily be in her own little fake world this is not the mcu okay this isn't avengers we are not assembling the netflix you know cast no every show is on its own they do little nods to netflix and sometimes little nods to other shows but that's as far as it should go especially with a show like you i don't even think i want to see him like picking up the perfume that Emily markets for (laughs) I don't want I don't even want that kind of a crossover just like I don't need easter eggs for some shows and I think you is not I just don't need it I don't need those easter eggs but um I do wish Cardi B the best in her in her journey but like it's fun on Twitter but just leave it on leave it on Twitter, Twitter on Twitter okay Kaya we I obviously love discussing all of this stuff with you, but there is one reason you're here and that right. is to discuss the Royal wedding of exactly. Tarek Almusa and Heather Ray Young. We, this happened this weekend and you are our official wedding reporter. The same way Al Roker once ran down the streets of England screaming, Megan, Megan. <laughs> oh my God. This is so exciting. If you guys haven't seen Heather. that YouTube clip, it's incredible. Uh, Kea, what can you tell us about this, this wedding and remind us again of the hashtag? My God, talk about a wedding. <laughs> the hashtag that they use is hashtag flipping her last name and it goes well with her naughty tattoo yes sir mr el musa she is heather ray el musa now um the guests were greeted with champagne flutes with the hashtag flipping her last name it was a old style hollywood wedding um she had a fitted corset dress with French lace, long sleeves, and a keyhole bag from an Israeli designer. She looked she beautiful. Looked beautiful. Yeah, she went with like a, a low-hanging bun, not too much makeup. She looked like herself. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And whereas Tarek, he he has, you know, Tarek has a lot of personality. <laughs> His <laughs> oh my god. That's like, well, he's funny. <laughs> You know, you know, Tarek, he sported a black velvet tux oh, I like with a, a skull tux. and crossbone <gasps> print lining. 
Oh, that's I don't know if it was a nod to Halloween. I don't know if it was just personality, but okay. Tar, okay. No, you know? we don't need a Halloween themed wedding. I <laughs> saw on four weddings one time, this woman that had a Halloween themed wedding and everyone was like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> you know, but we're going to let Tarek Tarek, you know, um, yeah. and it, it went down on Saturday. Most of the Selling Sunset cast was there. Oh. Tarek had a beautiful da- daddy-daughter dance. The couple danced to Old Dominion's one-man band. Apparently, it's like a a country song. Never heard of it. Everyone's w- doing their first dance to country songs. You're not going to catch me doing that. I'm just telling you all now. <laughs> and I know you guys are all wondering one question. Did Christina Hack come to the wedding? I was wondering. No. She <laughs> was in Tennessee with her fiancé. Joshua Hall. Um, she didn't throw any shade, but she definitely made it clear that she was not there. So say with that what you want. And another person who wasn't at the wedding, but was very vocal about some things before the wedding, literally like the night before, was Christine Quinn. Okay, I was also As wondering. I updated you guys last time I was here, Christine Quinn and Heather Ray Young, or Heather Ray El Musta, I should say, mm-hmm. are no longer friends. But Christine went on Twitter because they announced that Selling Sunset is coming back November 24th. So just in time for Thanksgiving, stuff your face and stuff your Heart. brain with another <laughs> another season of Selling Sunset. She tweeted, um, I'm so tired of addressing this. I am in every single episode of season four and five of Selling Sunset. The girls intentionally left me out of photos. I have real work to do. Besides, sit on my phone and prove 24-7 that I'm filming a TV show. Y'all going to see me. So, Yeah, I talked about that on this podcast where I was like, where is Christine? And I had a feeling they were just purposefully leaving her out. But Christine is that show. Like, they have to know their place. Yeah, because we all like to see Christine as the villain, but Davina is the real villain. But the wedding was beautiful. Um, They are actually not on their trip, you know, their honeymoon yet. Tarek has some things that he has to take care of for the flipping out one-on-one. And, you know, he's making moves. He's a very busy real estate. He He might be winning um, people's sexiest realtor alive. I don't know. The results haven't come back yet. They haven't come in yet? No, I will be back. Jeez, this is the like the 2020 election. They really got us sitting on the edge of our seat. Yeah, but they are going to go um, on a honeymoon soon. Good for them. They deserve it. They're, they work so hard. I am just relieved it's over uh, because I do feel like they've been getting married for approximately seven years. And right. yeah, I mean, I hope that I hope that I, you know, I wish them well. Happy happy life and and bonus family for Heather I'm just so happy for them um they posted both to their Instagrams how you know excited they were to finally be married and the kids love Heather they love her which is great it's just a beautiful thing to see yeah it is well I mean we could not have discussed that wedding without 
you. So I'm so glad that you came on for it. And I do want to just tell everybody because we do have, again, we have Kaya. We know that she is the Tarek and Heather expert. She's also an expert on something else. And her and I were discussing this before we hopped onto this podcast. There's a quote that I just want to read to everybody. And I just want to make you think about it a little bit. Kristen Stewart recently said in an interview with the Sunday Times that she says that she would consider that I've probably made five really good films out of 45 or 50 films total in her career. Uh, Kaya, can you just remind the listeners what franchise has five films? Twilight. I just can't, I can't imagine what else she would be talking about. First of all, I didn't know her acting credits went that long. Oh, you've never, Um, she's been acting as like a child. You got to see Panic Room. Yeah, no, I've only, you know, seen her in Twilight and in Charlie's Angels and obviously the upcoming Princess Die biopic, which she can't count. She's talking about Twilight and I'm just so glad that she's embracing it and not, you know, pushing it away like Anna Kendrick likes to do sometimes. Yeah, Anna Kendrick does like to do that, but we all know where she started. We all know. Um, We know who you are, Anna Kendrick. We know who you are, Anna Kendrick. We know you're listening too, so you can't get past us. Kaya, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Everybody, make sure to follow The Dip on social media because Kaya runs all of it and is doing such a fantastic job, so we appreciate your support. You can also check us out on thedip.com. Use the promo code POPCHASER for 50% off your annual subscription. And until tomorrow with a whole new batch of headlines, cheers. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.